in a, you know, survival mode, like a fight or flight mode, you know, if like a lion is fucking chasing us down the runway or something, I don't know what, a run- I don't know why I said runway, but I can imagine you're there for some reason and a lion's fucking there. Actually, just running down a runway would just be scary as hell. So we just, we don't need the lion. and welcome to episode number 14. In this episode, we are going to be talking about burnout. The term burnout, you've probably seen it all over the internet. I feel like it's been trending since 2020. The pandemic, it's all over the place. But I want to talk about what it actually is, what to do if you think you're experiencing it or you have experienced it, and what we can do to prevent it. So I went into like a heavy deep dive on research on burnout, and I want to share all the tips and tricks. So I've experienced this twice in my life, and I'm curious to know if you've experienced it, and I'm going to share some quick stories, and I'm also wondering if you have experienced similar symptoms or situations. So let me know. The first time I experienced this was in 2018, I believe it was 2018, and I was on the verge of leaving my old teaching job. So this was a place that I loved. I had built great relationships. It was an identity I had that I loved and I had just reached the end of it. You know, things were happening at the school and I had a choice to make if I wanted to stay or leave and I just had nothing left to give. I was exhausted. I started experiencing crazy anxiety symptoms that I had never in my life experienced and I felt like they hit me out of the blue. And just things like my skin was really bad. I had really bad digestive problems. Um, I was overworking out at one point. And it was just a lot, a lot going on. And looking back, I now know what I was experiencing. And that was burnout, complete burnout. And the second time I experienced it was actually this year in a different way. But I experienced burnout and it wasn't until I did research and got curious about what I was experiencing um, that I realized it was burnout and that I had experienced it already in 2018. And so maybe that's something that you had happened to you or you're experiencing some of the symptoms I am going to talk about in a few minutes and you're in the middle of it. So when I first started experiencing this, I just kind of chalked it up to depression. I was like, oh, I think it's like a little depression. I don't know. Burnout, isn't it the same thing as depression? What I learned is that depression and burnout are not the same thing. They're kind of like cousins. They're similar, but the main difference is that depression is diagnosable, whereas whereas burnout is not. So I guess if I could take a guess, I would bet... That burnout often leads to depression if it's not recognized or dealt with. Also, the research I did showed that burnout typically has to do with more than one area of focus in your life, whereas depression is almost all-encompassing. So burnout can do with your, can focus on just your job. That's what I thought it was too. To be honest with you, I thought burnout just had to do with your job and your profession. Because I feel like we've saw a lot of that coming up in terms of teaching recently and, you know, going like 
virtual teaching, things like that, nurses, doctors, police officers, all these things they were talking about, burnout, 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 burnout. But the more research I did, I realized that burnout is in any area of your life. It typically is one to two areas. So that could be your job, but it could also also be your social life, relationships that you have, maybe a side hustle, a passion job, passion project. Um, maybe it has to do with a physical element to it, like working out or overtraining for something. And depression is kind of like every single area of your life. You know, it is really not a happy place to be, I guess, in the simplest way to put it. So I found that interesting. I found it interesting that burnout and depression are not the same thing. And so I want to read to you some of the symptoms that I found from doing some research. And I want you to really listen to it, listen to each one, and think, am I experiencing this or are these symptoms um, things I've experienced in the past. So number one, you're exhausted. You're exhausted all the time, no matter what you do, no matter how many times, you know, you try to stick to your routine or you have your coffee or you wake up early, you go to bed early, all those things. You're still freaking tired. You have a really pessimistic view. So a lot of negativity. You just can't seem to see any positive, any silver linings, any of that. You have a lack of desire or motivation, you feel no sense of direction in your personal and or professional goals. Everything pisses you off. You're irritable as hell. You have lack of focus, lack of sleep, tension headaches, you have stomach and digestive problems, and you're constantly getting sick, so you have low immunity. So if you said yes to one of those, or maybe all of those, my hand is up with you. Um, maybe you said yes to some of them. If you said yes to, or sorry, if you said no to all of them, I'm, I don't know. Congratulations. You win. You win. I don't know what you win. <laughs> A high five from me. There you go. You definitely cannot relate to this podcast episode. <laughs> but anyway, it's definitely worth exploring if you said yes to even just one of those symptoms. So I guess the point of this entire episode is that I want you to realize that burnout is just so bad for your health and wellness. Your overall well-being is just so bad. And for me, when I was in the middle of burning out, I was not living in a state of joy and a high vibration. It was very dismal and low. And this becomes a cycle. You know, a high vibration becomes a cycle. A low vibration becomes a cycle. It's the law of attraction, right? Like what we put out there, we get back. And so if you're constantly in a low vibration, you're going to be getting those shitty things right back at you. You know, it's those people who have like those rain clouds over their head. And if you're in the middle of burnout, that's kind of what it feels like. And that's what I want to talk about today, because it's really important that when we focus on breaking a cycle, we need to know what a cycle is. So a cycle translates to your time, ultimately, and your time is your life. And a cycle can easily be turned into years if it's not broken. So you might even have someone in your head or maybe a time in your life right now where you're thinking, oh yeah, gosh, yeah, I was in that cycle. It was rough. I just kept attracting all these things and, and blah, blah, blah. 
And we know that those days easily turn into weeks and those weeks turn into months and then months into years and so on. So really important that we recognize if we're in a cycle of burnout and it's time for us to get curious enough to start digging deep and break that cycle. Because when we're operating from a state of burnout, it's just so bad for our health. The research I did shows that burnout raises your level of cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And this hormone is good for us to be in a, you know, survival mode, like a fight or flight mode. You know, if like a lion is fucking chasing us down the runway or something. I don't know what, a run- I don't know why I said runway, but I can imagine you're there for some reason and a lion's fucking there. Actually, just running down a runway would just be scary as hell. So we just, we don't even need the lion. <laughs> you know, back in the day, we used this, this to survive. But now we're finding that research is showing that people are just constantly in a state of fight or flight. And I have my hand up because yeah, that was happening to me. And sometimes that is happening to me. But when we're constantly firing off cortisol, it puts our body into an inflammatory state. And in the long term, we know that can lead to disease, dis-ease, get it? Dis-ease can lead to metabolic syndromes, cancer, to various illnesses and diseases. So it's really important that we recognize if we are operating from a state of burnout and we take control of it, we get on top of it before it starts to become a long-term problem. Something interesting I, I found too was that research shows that recovering from a burnout can take as long as a year. Isn't that crazy? My assumption is that the longer you've been burning out, the longer it can take to get out of it. That is just my straight up assumption. And I guess I guess what matters too is what steps you are taking to get out of it. So, you know, if you really attack it and get on top of it and take all these steps and you're consistent about it, you get help. I could imagine that you can get out of burnout a lot quicker than someone who might just kind of have a toe in the water and be trying to, you know, test out ways to get out of it. Which brings me to how does one get out of burnout? So here are my tips and tricks. Number one, and this is from personal experience, BTW. Notice it. Notice it in your body, your daily habits, your interactions with others. Start to just notice. And that is such a simple thing to do because you really can kind of have an out-of-body experience. Just imagine removing yourself from your body and just getting curious about your, don't change anything. Just notice one day, how is my body feeling? What is my daily habit? What do I eat in the morning? What time do I get up? How's my sleep? When I talk to this person, why do I feel this way? And then get curious about those symptoms. The way my body talks to me is through anxiety. When we were moving to New Hampshire in 2018, I'm like in the middle of fucking burnout. My body starts talking to me through a very weird symptom, but I will share a very brief story. And you've probably heard this before, but I would get crazy weird anxiety that would cause me to not be able to like swallow. (laughs) It was the weirdest thing. Like I would be eating food with people that I, especially people that I loved and cared about because I wasn't sharing, you know, how I was feeling, 
our plans to get the fuck out of there and move to New Hampshire. I was going to leave teaching. I was going to do all this stuff that I started, you know, hiding it in my... (laughs) I would have trouble eat. I wouldn't eat in front of people. I felt like I couldn't swallow. I was going to choke. My throat would get tight. And I did some digging and it was my body being like, girlfriend, you need to talk. You got to talk and let it out. Otherwise, I'm going to choke you to fucking death. I'm sorry. It's it's just my weird sense of humor. But it is true. Like that is that's what it felt like. So get curious about how your body talks to you, the symptoms you're experiencing. That will tell you a lot about what's going on probably more than you know. And journaling it out or talking with someone safe with a friend, it can really help. Also, making a list. So what's in my control and what's out of my control? There are a lot of things that are out of your control. Probably more than what's in your control, but listen to me. What's in your control is more powerful than what's out of your control. Let that sit. Next thing, self-care. Go back to your basic needs. Are you drinking water? Did you have a glass of fucking water today? Did you drink something that just felt nice and cool that wasn't crap? Are you living on like coffee all day long? Get some water in your body. Eat a fucking vegetable. You can't operate from an empty tank. You can't pour into others from an empty cup right? You got to take care of yourself. That And that goes back to basic needs. Workout. I'm a huge fan of working out. So moving your body and that does not need to be intense. In fact, if you're in burnout mode, the less intense is probably better, right? Because we don't want to cause any more stress onto our body. We don't want to keep raising that cortisol level. Walking. Great, great exercise. Especially outside. If you can get outside, it's even better. This is this next one's a really big one for me. It's creating boundaries. I've had to practice this one a lot and I'm still working on it. Creating boundaries. So that's with people and your work and whatever. It's leave work at work, number one, right? That is so hard. If you're a workaholic, if you like to work, leave work at work. Stop checking your emails past a certain time and be consistent about it. Distance yourself from XYZ, that person, that thing. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way around this person? Do I need to set a boundary? Next step, do the mindset work. Hire a coach. Work with a coach. Hey, I know a girl from Lotus Mind Coaching. Have you heard of it? She also does the uh, Pineapple Table podcast. Her name's Jamie, and she's just like so awesome. Next, do, (laughs) do something new. Shake it up. So if you're like me, you might be, you know, someone who really loves a real good routine, but then we get stuck in a routine and it's actually bad for us. So we got to get out of it. We got to shake life up, shake it up a little bit. Or you could be the complete opposite and you have no fucking routine. I don't know how you operate like that, but we probably would be friends, right? Like freaking frack, yang and yang. I don't know. Start a routine and be consistent with it. Last step. Most important, seek therapy. Therapy is awesome. Go get some therapy. And that can be in the form of a therapist, right? Talk therapy was huge for me. It could also mean you need to go see a nutritionist. Maybe that's kind of your area of focus that you need to to get under control. Or maybe it's both. Maybe an acupuncturist, maybe a holistic practitioner. Whatever it is, taking care of yourself, asking for help, getting for help is going to get you out of the burnout and prevent it too from happening. I think the biggest thing that helped me through this whole thing is remembering that this feeling is not forever. 
and I am in more control than I think I am. So whenever I'm going through a time or a season of my life like this, I can look at it as an opportunity or even a nudge that I'm being called to my higher higher purpose. That I am being guided towards my greatest potential. And maybe now it's time to say yes and to step into the power, my power, of a new way of being. Let that sit. Anyway, thanks for pulling a seat up to the table today and listening. I hope this helps you if you're experiencing burnout or something that just doesn't feel good. Hopefully you can use one of my tips and tricks to kind of help you get out of it. Maybe it's a little nudge that you need to pay attention to some things that are going on. And the best thing to come out of this is for you to realize that you're really powerful. You're a powerful human being and that there's always a new way of being. There's a new way to create the life that you want. And it all starts in the mind. So until next time, remember, you're never alone. Bye, guys. Bye.